Legends, Folklore, and History of New England, a podcast for kids, by kids. So, I'm super excited. I've been wanting to do this episode. Hold up, we should, like, introduce ourselves first. Oh, yeah, I just jumped right in. (laughs) Okay, well, welcome back. I'm Molly. And I'm Bridge. And on today's episode, we are going to talk about the... Ida Lewis Lighthouse! And why are you so excited for this one, Molly? Well, well, last year we did a thing uh, where we would choose five things that start with one of the letters of the alphabet that are in Rhode Island. And I chose, and I researched the, for one of my things, the Ida Lewis Lighthouse... And then we also did that for a thing that we do at our school called Save the Bay. And I don't know if any other schools go on trips to there, except, yeah. Except we had to do it virtually last year because of COVID. So we also talked a little bit about Ida Lewis on that. So I thought this would be a really good opportunity because we have a Legends, Folklore, and History podcast. So yeah. Okay, so a little background. Ida Lewis, first off, has a wicked cool name. Ida Wally Zoradia Lewis, which is also her mom's name, but we just call her Ida. She was born in 1842 in Newport, Rhode Island, to a sea captain and had four siblings. In 1854, her father was transferred to lighthouse duty, and the family moved to Lime Rock Lighthouse on a tiny island off the coast of Newport to join him in 1857. But before she was even living on the island, Ida made her first rescue in 1854 when she was 12 years old and saved four sailors whose boat had capsized. Four months after moving in, Ida's dad suffered a stroke and could no longer function in his role. Ida then began caring for her dad, her sister, who was also super sick, and worked with her mom to tend to the light. Remember, if they let the light on the lighthouse go out, ships would crash into the rocks and sailors would be killed. There was no electricity at that time. They actually had to make sure there was a constant flame. So Ida, every day, would fill up the lamp with oil at sundown and midnight, trim the wick, clean the glass from the black suit that came off the oil lamp. Then at dawn, she would extinguish the light. So that's not a great night's rest. By the age of 15, Ida became known as the best swimmer in Newport, and this was at a time when there weren't bathing suits, and modesty meant women were wearing wool while swimming, so that is amazing. If you aren't familiar with lighthouses, oftentimes they are on tiny islands just off of the coast of whatever town harbor they are near. Lime Rock is just like this. And since the family lived on the island, they had to go to the mainland for everything. Every day, Ida would row her younger siblings to school and get supplies from town as they needed. And at this time, there were no carbon fiber rowboats. This was a big, heavy rowboat, and as a teen, she became very skilled at handling. Now, at this time, things Ida was doing were considered unladylike. Women were basically expected to cook, clean, and raise kids. Ida was like, nope. I'm doing what needs to get done, and there's there's a great quote from her responding to the criticism of her rowing a boat. Molly, want to share it? Absolutely! None but a donkey would consider it 
unfeminine to save lives. I love it. Take that, social constructs. So the story of Ida's most famous rescue happened in 1869. Two soldiers were passing through Newport Harbor in a small boat with a 14-year-old boy guiding them, claiming he knew the way. However, a snowstorm had whipped up, the water became rough, and the boat overturned. The two soldiers clung to the boat, and sadly the boy was lost to sea. Ida's mom saw the two men in the water and called to Ida, who was suffering from a cold and ran out to her boat without even stopping to put on a coat or shoes. With the help of her younger brother, she hauled the two men in and brought them to the lighthouse. One of the men later gave a gold watch to Ida for saving him. The soldiers at Fort Adams collected $218 in appreciation and gave it to her. Ida and her mother continued to care for the lighthouse until her father's death in 1873. Ida's mother was then selected as its keeper, but Ida continued the work. When her mother died in 1878, the duty was finally awarded to her, thanks in part of, to the efforts of General Burnside, a Civil War hero was a, who was a fan of Ida's and had become governor of Rhode Island and U.S. Senator. Ida didn't only save people, though. During one rescue, she saved a man and his two sheep. Why were there sheep in the ocean? I have no idea, but there were, and she saved them. She became the highest paid lightkeeper, earning $750 a year. Then, on July 16, 1881, the U.S. government awarded her the Gold Life Saving Medal for her rescue of two soldiers and from Fort Adams who fell through the ice as they attempted to return to the fort on foot in February. She was the first woman to receive it. Official records have her saving 18 lives. Unofficially, the number may be closer to 25. During her lifetime, she was famous. She was called the bravest woman in America and met presidents, generals, admirals, and met all the fancy ritzy people who summered in Newport cottages. And by cottages, Molly means great mansions. Ida's last rescue was made in, when she was 64. A friend was rowing out to visit Ida at the lighthouse and stood up and fell into the water. Ida rowed out and hauled her on board. Ida passed away in 1911 from a stroke. The bells tolled in Newport and the flags flew at half-staff. She is buried in the common burial ground in Newport and is given a prominent place so they can all see her. In 1924, the Rhode Island government official changed the name of Lime Rock to the Ida Lewis Lighthouse. You can see her gold medal and other awards at the Newport Historical Society. So that's Ida Lewis and the Ida Lewis Lighthouse. I love this story. She was so cool. It, it is a good one. So no reports of any ghosts at Lime Rock. It's privately owned now by the Ida Lewis Yacht Club. But just a little bit more into the bay, you can see the Rose Island Lighthouse which has all sorts of haunted stories attached to it. There was a really good Ghost Hunters episode of the Rose Island Lighthouse. They actually caught a chair sliding across the attic floor. Plus, reports of lights and disembodied voices have been told over the years. So if you board a boat and take a tour of Newport Harbor, make sure to swing by both these awesome lighthouses. Just don't get too close to the rocks. So that's about it for this week. If you like what you hear, please like, rate, and follow us. And we would love to hear from you. Do you have a favorite New England tale, a spooky story, or do you just want to say hi? Shoot us an email at contact at lfhne.com 
or give us a follow and DM on Instagram or Facebook. We may even read it in an episode. But until next time, remember, history is fun and sometimes a little spooky. Spooky spurry skeletons send shivers down your spine. Do-do! Thank you.